Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday, the 25th day of June in the year 2021. And on this report, I will be exploring the question of whether the FBI infiltrated the so-called militia groups the federal government labeled as responsible for the insurrection at the Capitol to the extent that the FBI not only investigated the events of 1-6, but actually caused them. The Castle family's doing fine this week, despite some of the problems that go along with living in this age. Our humble garden, consisting of potted vegetables on our deck, is starting to ripen, which is cause for excitement, since we in this family take excitement from the simple things of life. I can't tell you the family daughter is perfectly fine today in Los Angeles, but she's hanging in there, all things considered. The three so-called, quote, militia groups the federal government has named as responsible for the riots are the Oath Keepers, the Proud Boys, and the Three Percenters. I have personally met the founder of Oath Keepers, Stuart Rhodes, and I have heard his presentation a few times. The premise of the organization is that it recruits those who have taken an oath, the military, the police, and so forth, taken an oath to defend the Constitution, and it believes that oath remains in effect. I have no personal experience with either of the other two. Just to cut right to the chase, the FBI not only instigated the 1-6 events at the Capitol, but conducted a test run of those events in late 2020 with almost exactly the same set of facts. The head of the FBI field office in the district where the trial run was conducted was promoted to head of the Washington, D.C. field office and given charge of the 1-6 investigation. Pretty sweet deal, huh? There are many questions to be considered, but the chief one is a statement by Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes. Quote, yep. This Whitmer plot was a trial run for the FBI's January 6th insurrection day at Capitol Hill. What happened on that day was the Reichstag fire of the Democrat deep state Nazis who run the federal government today, end quote. Should Mr. Rhodes' statement prove to be true, then it is one of the most important events in American history, a watershed event and a comparison to the Reichstag fire is not an exaggeration. Let's take a brief look at the trial run, better known as the Governor Whitmer kidnapping plot. Most of the investigation of these two events, the Whitmer kidnapping and the 1-6 events at the Capitol have been conducted by Revolver News, a very well-respected news source. And then these reports were uh, reported by Tucker Carlson on his TV show. I read Revolver's very long, very detailed report of their investigation, and from that report, we learn what really happened in the Whitmer plot and what probably happened on 1-6 at the Capitol. The questions to be answered by the FBI, the Department of Justice, the Pentagon, and Network News are, number one, in the year leading up to 1-6 and during 1-6 itself, to what extent did those government organizations infiltrate the three organizations labeled most responsible for planning and executing a capital attack? Number two, what roles did they play? Merely passive roles, passive informants, or active instigators? Number three, the unindicted co-conspirators referenced in the charging documents on 1-6 
How many worked as confidential informants or as undercover agents for the federal government? It will take persistence to get answers to those questions, but upon correct answers depends the future of this country and our way of life as Americans. That's not an exaggeration, folks. The American people deserve to know the truth about what kind of country they are actually living in. The premise of the FBI, the Department of Justice, and their friends in the media is that the events of 1-6 were the fault of Trump-supporting QAnon-infused domestic terrorists, but secondarily, it was due to intelligence failures of the government organizations. That is the explanation they gave to Congress. We made a mistake, they said. And they continue to give it to the American people to this day if the answer is that the government agencies at the senior level orchestrated the entire episode, and over 400 people are currently incarcerated, many of them in solitary confinement. The implications would be hard to exaggerate. Each charging document of those incarcerated people has a list of unindicted co-conspirators who, in each case, were much more aggressive and much more egregious in their participation than the persons being charged. Who are all these co-conspirators that the government listed? Well, that's the interesting part, folks, because the government will not tell us. Those people cannot be prosecuted for what they did. This whole thing stinks like the pile of excrement that it increasingly resembles. It seems that the participants in the events of 1-6 were either ordinary MAGA moms just walking around D.C. as tourists who went into the Capitol, as would any other tourist, as I personally myself have done many times, or they were those who were violent, destructive, belonged to some militia group that many of the first group being held in confinement for months without bail is a terrible miscarriage of justice and abuse of basic human rights. What if the federal government had undercover agents of the FBI and or Army counterintelligence who orchestrated and instigated the entire thing for the purpose of bolstering the government's domestic terrorists or the worst enemy narrative. The Reichstag fire comparison seems a lot more reasonable, as does a comparison of the Gestapo arresting innocent people and blaming the Reichstag fire on them. This would be much worse than the government knowing about the possibility of violence and doing nothing to stop it. The government would be an instigator of the worst violence and of a massive entrapment false charges scheme. That scheme would have made the government and its agents guilty, guilty of many crimes, but also of framing the entire MAGA movement as domestic terrorists to understand the story we must look at the background and the means going back to what is commonly known as the Whitmer kidnapping plot. Three months before 1-6, the FBI arrested 14 people for planning to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer and overthrow the Michigan state government, including storming the Capitol. At least five of the 14 people were agents of the FBI. There could be more, but the five are proven facts. Many of the 14, including the five, belong to a so-called militia group called the Three Percenters. The head of the FBI field office knew about the infiltration, and he knew about the plot because he had to personally approve and sign off on any undercover field work. He did such a good job of framing the folks in Michigan. He was later promoted to head of the Washington, D.C. field office where he was given 
charge of the 1-6 investigation to frame those people as well. Question, if the FBI decided to stop the plot, the agency itself planned and launched and arrest people, why could the FBI not do the same thing in the plot they launched on 1-6 in Washington, D.C.? This all sounds crazy, folks, and it is. Crazy but true. The FBI apparently ran a dress rehearsal of the 1-6 events three months before in Michigan. The FBI supplied weapons, explosives, and other material to the Michigan group. The person listed as the leader of the Michigan group was a down-on-his-luck young man literally living in the storage basement of a used vacuum store. He also happened to be of low enough intelligence to allow himself to be induced into such insanity. The FBI provided intelligence, weapons, encouragement, and logistical support to the group, and it is obvious it could not have happened without FBI involvement. Even the media was bothered by the Michigan plot line. Media reports stated that the plot itself may have been the result of entrapment of vulnerable, cognitively deficient, and mentally unstable individuals by FBI informants. The man the FBI identified as the leader of the group of plotters, this person who's going to kidnap the governor, storm the Capitol, fit the same pattern the FBI has used in the past against various Muslim groups on the brink of homelessness. A friend let the man stay in the storage basement of his vacuum store. It was there. Among the broken vacuum parts and boxes, he allegedly called a meeting to discuss kidnapping the governor of Michigan. The obvious parallels between the Whitmer plot and the events of 1-6 are impossible to miss. The damage done to innocents who were arrested, held without bail, often in harsh conditions, is egregious. But the damage to the country, to our way of life, is much worse. Apparently, the Michigan plot did not start out as a kidnapping, but... As they stormed the Capitol rally, the plan was to amp up about 200 men who were attending a peaceful protest rally at the state Capitol. That rally was in favor of the Second Amendment. Nothing about insurrection was planned until the FBI became involved. They were going to agitate and persuade rally-goers to run inside and occupy the building. The FBI set up a meeting in Ohio to discuss the plan, even paid for the participants' transportation to the meeting and their hotel rooms while there. The weird thing is that the FBI acknowledges or admits that it used informants and agents undercover to infiltrate these groups and escalate their plot. The original plotters had zero chance of carrying out such a plot without FBI planning, equipment, weapons, money, logistics, and above all, motivation and brain power. Yes, Yes, folks, this Michigan plot did not take the FBI by surprise since at least 26% of the participants were FBI agents, not informants, agents. The indictments indicate that at every level of the plot, the FBI participants played the key leadership role. The plotter's explosives expert they were accused of planning to buy explosives from was an FBI agent. The indictments themselves are problematic. It is strange that given the actions of so many co-conspirators, they all remain unindicted. The Department of Justice launched one of the most aggressive prosecutions in American history by announcing it as a shock and awe package. They wanted to indict as many MAGA moms as possible while leaving out the agents of the FBI and other federal government operatives. 
This is about sending a message. Even those playing bit parts got maximum treatment. The Department of Justice was proud of the fact, so proud they bragged about it publicly, that the dragnet made people afraid to come back to D.C. The most violent actions on 1-6, according to the indictments and charging instruments, involved planted agents of the federal government, yet they're willing to send people to prison for those acts. That'll teach them to think twice before they disagree with us, I suppose. That is the reasoning. The Reichstag fire was based on a lie, but it did send a message. That message still rings down through the passing decades for almost a century now. The German people could not report the truth of the Reichstag fire, even if they knew it. But we can. We know the truth. We know what the truth is, so it is not too late to hold this government accountable for what it has done. The director of the FBI should be forced to answer the questions about his agents and informants, exactly what role they played. News reporters such as Revolver can read the indictments. They can investigate. Tucker Carlson can report, but they have no subpoena power. Congress does have subpoena power. Only Congress can bring this plot hatched in darkness out into the light of the day. I suggest the first place to look for all those domestic terrorists the president keeps talking about is in the FBI. Finally, folks, is the government of this, the land of the free, is it wicked enough to hatch a plot so vile then punish the innocent to cover it, to send their message? It sure looks that way, folks. At least that's the way I see it. Until next time, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.